Welcome to NextCast, a podcast about teaching and learning at Humber College. I'm Nathan Whitlock, an editor at Humber Press. On NextCast, we talk to some of the faculty and staff who are leading innovation at Humber, both inside and outside the classroom. In this episode, we talk to the CTL's own Gian Plary, an educational technology specialist about online tools that can support learning in the 21st century classroom. Welcome to the podcast, Jan. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. So we recently ran a story in Next Magazine that was all about uh, online tools for educators that they can use in their classrooms. And you helped us with this, so thank you very much for that as well. I was wondering if we could sort of step back from that, you know, in terms of what those actual apps are, and if you could kind of let us know what are some of the benefits that that educators will find uh, using those online tools in classrooms. Uh, some of the tools that uh, I refer into that article um, and others that you can actually uh, download online um, allow you to explore, allow you to analyze, allow you to even collect data. So the, the phone itself is actually uh, a data collector. So even if you have physics experiments, you can have them thrown it, throw them up in the air and uh, collect data on what's happening, like, you know, velocity mm. and gravitation and... Uh, rotation and all that really like literally, uh, literally is throw actually, the phones yes. up in the air. Huh. So you can do that. Some people hang them down or you can drop them, of course, on a pillow or something, not on mm-hmm. the floor. But you can do that as well. And it's really collecting information and then, uh, you know, plotting graphs. You can use the phone also to, uh, well, read literature or read articles. You can write on them as well. So, uh, And the advantage is that you can do that wherever you are. So it doesn't always have to be just the classroom. School can be even, you know, uh, in tra- on transit. Uh, you can have, you know, uh, just like Microsoft Word. You can have Google Docs. You can have uh, bulletin boards. You can have uh, polling applications, for example. There is a um, probably the most two successful now. And the ones I uh, promote the most, uh, one is Kahoot mm-hmm. and one is Mentimeter. So Mentimeter allows... Um, really uh, teachers to tell the students, okay, you can take out the phone. And now the phone itself becomes the channel for the information between the student and the rest of the class. So I can use that to actually participate. So I can bring in also students that usually don't participate. They are a bit shy, maybe. Uh, They're not as engaged. If you want to convince a teacher who is a little bit, let's say, techophobic, um, what is it, what's the sort of most user-friendly thing that you would suggest they try just as a baby step? Maybe what's, what's the most, the easiest thing that they could try in a classroom? So, uh, maybe two ways that, uh, they can start for one thing is actually, uh, first of all, actually check what your students are doing. So it doesn't really, um, you know, when, when you go into the classroom and you always see students just hiding and, you don't know what they're doing. So mm-hmm. I think that not knowing what's on their screen is a big uh, roadblock. Right. And uh, it probably bothers a lot of people saying, what are you doing? You're not paying attention. Maybe they are. It's just that you don't know. So actually starting an activity where I know that this is what uh, I want you guys to do um, can really break down that barrier and can really create a connection. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, going back uh to an application like Mentimeter. So Mentimeter, uh, as a teacher, it really takes uh, a few minutes to create a poll, to create a quiz. It can only be one. 
can only be the one slide, one question. So don't start with anything huge, big project. It can only be an activity that's like five minutes long. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can really then start a conversation into in the classroom, connect it with the material of, uh, of the class and really expand it after. And then you can have these kind of small activities, small bursts of interaction with your students like that. If you're not feeling comfortable, we do have here at the CTL, we do have, so I'm here myself, so you can contact me and we can chat about this and we can find maybe a way to uh, really cater to your specific situation. This is just a tool, just Mm -hmm. like any other tool. So we need to uh, find its use. And again, it doesn't have to be used if uh, there's no use to it. So just shoehorning it, try to make it fit I don't think it just works using either. Just using it for the sake yes. of using it. So it's just really a new skill set that you, uh, just like everything else, it's something new. Maybe uh, you're not feeling as comfortable with it. But what we can do is really uh, check what uh, the problem is what uh, or how you would like to engage your students. So you maybe you've seen something from your colleagues. Maybe you've heard about something. Even your students, maybe they said, oh, you know, there's another class, we're doing this. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can bring really any of that. And uh, well, let's see what we can do with your class, with your material. And uh, there is no really, I I don't think there's any rush into all the features that uh, maybe you've heard of or the tool is capable of. It's more about really um, building that confidence I'm all about that, being building a confidence into using the, the digital tool, the, the technology. And I have to ask you, I mean, you this is your field of expertise. Do you have a personal favorite? Or is there an online tool or app that's new that's, that you're fine, that's exciting you right now? So there are many, many exciting apps. Well, you have and to I pick would, one. You have to I pick have to one. pick one. Oh, that's hard. I actually have to rethink about it. <laughs> is it Angry Birds? Uh, no, it's not. Angry Birds <laughs> is being... So yeah, um, there are many uh, of these kind of fields now. You know, we probably heard about augmented reality and virtual reality. So it's on everybody's uh, mind and mouth. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, again, we need to find good applications that uh, make sense that are not, again, just uh, uh, the flashy new app because it's using a new uh, technology. So one of the, the great ones that I, that I found is, uh, um, one is, well, there are two of them. So you have 4D Medical has an amazing anatomy app. So it's a, an augmented reality app. And what you can do, you can take um, a human anatomy model and just project it in the real world. So basically it's like you having a real person uh, in your room, and then you can start really sectioning or seeing structures as if they were in the room with you. So uh, the difference here with augmented reality is that you don't have a 3D model that you just rotate with your finger, but you actually have to move w- with your body. You have to move around it as if oh, it was actually it's, it's, real. It's almost as if it's taking up physical space. Yes, and you exactly. Have to... So you do have to, you know, you have to move uh, um, and explore really with your body as well. It's not just a matter of watching. Mm-hmm. So it's not a passive way of just watching, but it's a, a more of an active way of observing. Uh, it could be, this is um, a human anatomy model. So you can really remove and add structures. You can section, you can really 
uh, do all of this uh, and uh, even stuff that I haven't think, thought about. It's really so much that you can do about it. And uh, uh, a similar one, it's uh, again the GeoGebra that I was referring to before. They do have different editions. And there's one where that allows you to create 3D projections of functions. So again, they're usually pretty complicated and uh, uh, you don't know exactly how to look at them. And uh, um, they seem to be always, uh, they, they always look the same basically. So here, again, you can take these projections and project them in the real space and get a sense of the proportions or the dimensions where, you know, lines cross surfaces meet or curve and so on. So there's really this extra uh, part of uh, um, that is not available on a piece of paper. It's not available on a 2D screen. So any kind of app that allows that, I think it's amazing. Well, for any faculty, there you run workshops all the time. You do consultations all the time to the CTL. So yes, I do run workshops. So we uh, we have workshops at the lake and uh, at the north campus. Mm -hmm. So on both campuses, usually they run uh, twice each semester. So uh, again, it's always not only the tool itself, but also uh, how to adapt maybe even pre-existing content to the new tool. And it's usually just a starter. So again, it's the start of your journey. And then um, I'm always available for consultations face-to-face -face if you want to drop me an email. But um, we can really start a journey together with, with this, uh, these apps. And I think it's, uh, it's usually quite exciting. So, and it's good to see, um, actually, it's great to see um, the evolution, the, the journey, and where you'll, you'll find yourself maybe starting again with those baby steps that we were talking about before. You are the content experts, and I'm uh, um, the one who bring the technology, and then we can bridge really the two and merge them together and have, I think, uh, great, and, uh, great and exciting tools for yourselves and for your students. Well, that's how faculty can start their journey, but we have to end our journey today. So thank you so much for coming on the next cast. Thank you for having me. Next cast is produced by Kristen Valois for Humber Press with the assistance of the Creative Productions team at the Center for Teaching and Learning. Special thanks to Santino Pinozzo. To listen to previous episodes of NextCast and to read issues of Next Magazine, go to HumberPress.com. You can also find free downloadable transcripts of every NextCast episode at HumberPress.com. To suggest stories for future episodes of NextCast or to just let us know what you think, email HumberPress, all one word, at Humber.ca. That's HumberPress at Humber.ca. Thanks and see you next time. That's still not a pun.